On today's episode, we are gonna be talking all about travel. Now, Wes and I have been to 30 countries together. We're gonna to share tips, takeaways, lessons, and we're gonna share some very low moments of the things that have gone wrong. We have seen some crazy stuff. So stay tuned for this episode. Welcome to I Get It, a podcast for the modern woman who doesn't wanna live mediocre. We're balancing babies on our hips, typing out that important email and flipping pancakes at the same time. Not to mention keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Welcome to I Get It. I am your host, Tara Wages, and this is my main man. The one and only. Last time was your hunk of hunk of burning love. My favorite human that lives. It really depends on the day, right? What's your name? Bub. <laughs> Bub. Uh, my name is Wes Wages. Wes Wages and Wes Wages. I have a question for you today. I'm going to test no. your memory just a little bit. All right. Do you remember where I bought this outfit? Speaking of, I have a very good short-term memory. <laughs> yes. It's like... Uncanny, is that the right word? Yeah, I mean, it's um, unparalleled. Now, long-term memory? Horrible. Horrible. I don't remember high school, really. Yeah. Um, this outfit was in Ireland? Ireland. Um, yeah, I did not want you to buy that outfit. Because <laughs> I was like, that is not... You not. hated this outfit. Yeah. Like, absolutely hated it. And so this is just a lesson for these ladies. Typically, because I obviously, I want to dress in a way that... You find me attractive. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want you, I want to walk into a room and be like, yeah, that's my, that's my woman. Yep. But there have been just a few moments like this outfit, for instance. You bought that for you. Or I'm buying it for me. I don't care what you think or how you feel about it or anything like that. I bought it, even though you are very vocal about hating it. And it's not so bad now. Then about five years in, because I bought it several years. I keep my clothes for a long time. About five years in, I wore it one time and you were like, dang girl, you look good. It just shifted. So it's really, it's a really hard place for a husband to be in. Like I remember kind of the era where I was like, I guess I should start being like honest with her about what she like, <laughs> yeah. wants to wear, you know? Cause like, I don't know if I could, I would suggest to a newly married guy, like do be completely honest with her, tell her if she looks <laughs> bad or, or good. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's a tough spot. Well, that same day, I'd also I'm honest with you. a purple dress that you were completely obsessed oh, yeah. with. So I, I knew exactly that you were attracted you're talking to me. About, too. Yes. And so, yeah, buy the thing that brings you joy and um, they'll come around eventually. Yep. Um, it's a little jumpsuit if you can't see. Yeah, it's can't a, see below it's a the waist. It's a jumpsuit. If you wanna I love it. Watch the YouTube video and you can just see Tira <laughs> lifting her leg up to show the, the pant leg. And today we are talking about travel and um, we all need something to look forward to right now. We kind of just need a mental break and something to dream about into the future. Mm -hmm. So we thought it'd be a great time to share some of our stories as well as offer some tips, takeaways, and things that we're doing today to still bring adventure into our lives. We have a great friend, Vanessa Van Edwards, and she is over the science of people. You should definitely look her up. She has a course on how to not be awkward. I definitely, <laughs> I actually should really take that course. We have had a friend take it, totally changed his life. Yeah. Different human being. And she talks about, in one of her talks that I've seen her do, the anticipation and the, like, the process of before 
whatever it is, a trip, a birthday, that is all part of the grander experience. And it makes your experience so much more. So she talks about the difference of like, you know, you being surprised with something that's fun. But when you actually are like looking forward to something, that anticipation makes the whole experience so much better. Yeah. One of the reasons we told our kids that we were going to Disney World. Yeah, so you know they I mean? can like, like get, build that excitement, build that hype up. Mm-hmm. So with keeping that in mind, we all just, we need to build some anticipation for ourselves right now. Yep. And I thought it'd be fun to start out saying some of the few places that we have been, just to give some reference that we are experienced travelers. We're not just like throwing something out there that we know nothing about. Together, we have been to about... 30 countries, give or take a few. Wes has been to a few more than I have. Mm-hmm. And um, the African continent, you've been to Uganda, Liberia, Egypt. We have backpack Europe. We've been to Thailand, Japan, and Canada, traveled across the United States. We, we have not been to South America, but we've hit a lot yeah. of places um, and had some really once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Wes, what is your favorite place that we have traveled? Um, so I love Japan, but one of my favorite places would be Salzburg, Austria. I just love the hillside. We were there at the right time of year. There's mountains. It was just... Festival season. Yeah. People are playing music in the streets, food, carnivals. It's small town feeling. Yeah. It wasn't the... a lot to offer. Yeah. It wasn't the busy. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, I have two favorite places, and I guess Let one. Let me guess. Oh, okay. Elephant Nature Park. Yep. And? Um, you have to cut this out. Paris. No. Mm. Um, so my favorite experience is at the Elephant Nature Park in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Hands down, it is my the place that I'm meant to be. Um, My favorite city is Amsterdam. It is actually, it is not at all what you think that it is, which is something that we're going to talk about. Um, It is so family family friendly. And the women there on their bicycles and their bob cuts and their scarves are just so beautiful. They're everything that I want to be. And um, there's a bookshop there that I think about often but there's one specific one that we've gone to now multiple times and yeah love love amsterdam so today i'm going to share four travel takeaways that involve lessons tips and just some insight on travel and number one is you have to change your mindset to get over that first hump i think we all have this mental block that keeps us from taking the first step which is deciding fear Fear. Yes. Fear, yes. Fear, Deciding fear. that we're going to go, where are we going to go? And um, people think, oh, it's just so hard. It's so obtainable, but it's actually very easy. I can remember after we backpacked Europe, we came back to Florence and I ran into a, a young couple and the girl was just like, oh, how is Paris? It's my dream to go. I can't imagine if I'm ever going to get to go. And and I, this is someone like she, she and her husband both have great jobs. You know, they they are not hurting in life mm-hmm. in any way. And and I was like, girl, just pick a day and buy your plane ticket. That is literally the hardest part is just taking that step to do the thing, to decide you're actually going to do it. Yep. And so I think we just all have in our mind that it is so difficult and so unattainable that we don't ever even try to do it. 
And the calendar gets filled up. Well, I couldn't have done it this day because I have this, I have that. But when you buy the ticket, it locks you in. You lock, yeah. And there's no way you're going to change that. Yeah. And what, and really just buying the flight, and the flights tend to be the most expensive part for, for us. Mm-hmm. And so it's just getting that money to do that first step. And yeah, now that we have a large family, there are difficult parts, the, the packing, the keeping up with all of the kids. There are definitely parts where we're dealing with whining and um, bedtime situations that, yeah, those individual things can be hard. They can be overwhelming in those moments. But as a whole, traveling is actually very easy to mm-hmm. do once you change your mindset and you know, okay, this isn't going to just be a walk in the park every moment, but it's going to be worth it. One of the examples I love is people are like, oh my gosh, I forgot my toothbrush. Like, what am I going to do? I'm <laughs> like, well, I mean, you know that like wherever you're going, they're going to have a toothbrush. Yes. Like, yeah. On it's our, those little, it's like, sure, anything that you are going to require, they're going to have wherever you're going. Right. On our honeymoon, we were flying to Italy and I accidentally left our camera on the airplane and so we landed in Rome and we don't have a camera so we went and bought a camera you know it was $300 as newlyweds that was an unexpected expense totally worth buying and $300 in the grand scheme of things was not that big of a deal when we've made it to Italy yeah so things happen you can buy anything anywhere before that was a before iPhones yes that was (laughs) we were like map questing it and um, the second mind change is that the world is a dangerous place. That's mm. Everyone just has this idea that people in France are rude. People in Amsterdam are fast and there's strippers on every corner. People in Israel all want to kill everybody. Everyone thinks these things because of what the media has projected. Mm. And the majority of you here are our Southern friends. So you of all people should know that where we live is not exactly what is projected into the media. By they the are media. show or by the media. They are showing such a small part. And we have been in parts of countries when wars were taking place, when very dangerous situations could have arisen, but it was very safe. It was very Completely easy. Completely blown out blown out of proportion by the media. Yes. Totally different experience. People in France were so helpful and so kind. And Amsterdam was so clean and lovely. The world is so much safer than what we imagine it to be. And so then the second thing to talk about is that traveling doesn't have to be expensive. I think that when we think of like going to Europe We need to save 15,000, you know, it's just going to be all of these expense. And yeah, right now we're planning to take our family in a few years. And it it is a large number that we are saving for, but we also have four children. Um, But there are definitely things that Wes and I have done that have cut down on expenses. Mm -hmm. One of those is food options. Um, I associate peanut butter and banana sandwiches with traveling. Um, sitting in Ireland in the front seat of a car, making those peanut butter and banana sandwiches, sitting on a train between Spain and France, making those peanut butter and banana sandwiches. We saved so much money by making our own lunch. Now we travel for food. So trust me, we ate well. (laughs) Yeah. If we ate peanut butter and banana sandwiches for lunch, we would eat out dinner. Oh yeah. And we were going to go to a good dinner, staying at places that provided breakfast. So thinking about these small expenses 
that help really in the long run make it not be as expensive. Another thing... I did say earlier that uh, you can find anything anywhere, you know? Uh, One thing we were... Struggling finding. uh, Creamy peanut butter. (laughs) That was a hard thing to find in Europe while we were over there. Um, You can only find crunchy. Only crunchy. So we found another, there was another hostel guest that we found, and she had creamy peanut butter, and Tira was like, she, I will trade you. And she, no, she hated her creamy peanut butter. Oh, so it worked out. She was like, I accidentally bought this by mistake. <laughs> and so we definitely traded peanut butters yeah. with a stranger, and we lived to tell about it. It was yeah. totally fine. Um, speaking of hostels, um, you don't have to stay in a Ritz-Carlton, you know. Mm-hmm. We, never have. <laughs> never have. Um, it is a bucket list item, um, but... We stay in hostels when we backpack Europe. Those in Prague, we stayed for $10 per night. And we were scared immediately, right? So yeah. the first time we'd ever stayed at a hostel, we actually rented the whole room. It was for four people. We just went ahead and bought two extra beds because <laughs> yeah. we were like, oh my gosh, this and is just going to be so weird. It was so cheap. We could. Yep. Um, and so after that night, though, we were like, okay. So we got to the hostel. We had our own room. We got to experience it. The next time we were like, let's stay with two other people. Yes. And then we ended up staying once like in like a room 12. of 11 or 12. Yeah. yeah. Which there's pros and cons, right? People snore, people do other things, but like. Well, but that um, was so rare. I think we it had was. two negative hostel experiences. One with a coffer that I thought was going to die in his sleep. Pre-corona. <laughs> yeah. And another uh, that snored all night. But other than that, the majority of our experiences were really lovely, and we were able to meet some really yes. incredible people through that. And Meeting I, the people was totally worth so it. worth it. I would take our kids and stay in a hostel tomorrow without thinking twice about it. Now, granted, I would rent a private room, so they're yeah. not disturbing other guests. But the hostel experience as a whole is a really great experience. There are also camping. We've camped. You know, we have traveled the coast of California and camped overnight. And that offers, you know, a way to travel for inexpensive. And then Airbnbs are just regular B&Bs. In Ireland, there are some places that bed and breakfasts are cheaper than hotels. Mm -hmm. So looking at those options... Before you go research where you're going, there are a lot of museums and a lot of places that offer free access one day a month or some of the places even one day a week. So knowing that research, you may have to fight a little bit of the crowds, but you'll still be able to experience a lot of things for free. And there were so many times that we would just go and see the outside of buildings because it's so majestic and so beautiful that we didn't even need to go in, you know? And then later on in Barcelona, we went back and then toured the inside. Totally worth it. Which even like, if you don't go in, like if you have kids or anything, then like it's still worth the experience, right? Oh yes. Some of the times we just honestly didn't have enough money to like pay for a museum or something like that, but we still kind of went and experienced it as best we could for our budget at the time. And we told ourselves we would go back, you know, but. For sure. And we did. Yeah. And that is actually some advice that my sister gave me um, whenever a long time ago, because I would get so overwhelmed. I have to do this, 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 and this. And she said, don't go into the mindset that you'll never go back because if it's somewhere you enjoy, you will go back. We've now been to Rome five times. We've been to Paris. You've been three. I've either been two or three. And there've been several places that we've seen now multiple times, London multiple times. 
So don't feel overwhelmed like you have to do every single thing. Take in the cities, breathe them in. Mm -hmm. And we're talking a lot about Europe, but this applies to everything. The United States, you don't just have to go to these large cities, but even just like traveling to the Grand Canyon, going up to Maine, there is so much that you can do and experience here within our own country. Yeah. Speaking of free, there have been things that Wes and I have done that have paid for trips for us. And the biggest of that is credit cards. Now, I'm not saying if you have an issue with self-control with a credit card, do not go and get one. But if you are controlled and you can handle it, Wes and I have both had a Chase credit card that gave us the opportunity to go to Norway and Paris 100% completely for free. Um, we opened up one for our business and then did a referral. So they got points and I got extra points for opening. So mm -hmm. it was like a double point situation going on. And there's so much information out there that I will include into the show notes for you of travel hackers that have just really hacked the system and getting the most out of points without going into debt. Debt is not the goal at all. We're actually completely credit card debt free right now, but it, they offer so much in terms of free travel. So that's one of the ways that we've been able to see so much. Hands down. Yeah. Number three, there are things that do go wrong. Plan for things to go wrong. That way you can experience it and you know that it's going to be okay. We have stories for days oh, yeah. about things that have gone wrong. I'm going to hit some of the high points and just bullet point it. And I'm sure as this podcast goes along, you will get the full details of them. Mm. It's just we don't have the time right now. We were in Thailand when a tsunami warning took place and we were staying. Oh, uh, I could see the beach. We legit ran for our lives. Scariest mm -hmm. moment of my life. Running up hills. What else happened? Uh, we, we were around bombs in Israel. So we were actually in Jerusalem when Gaza was um, shooting bombs in, uh, to Israel. We have experienced extreme levels of dehydration to the point that we needed medical attention. And it was very, very bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, we experienced Hurricane Sandy in New York. Uh, seeing, I think we've actually seen New York blackout twice. Yes. Which is crazy insane we were experiencing an earthquake in japan that was mm -hmm. also terrifying surreal uh whew, we had forty thousand dollars stolen of our gear in rome we were headed to a long little vacation for us and um it's a it's a tough story um and for you parents out there we also have had kids screaming on the sidewalks of san francisco where Someone definitely thought Wes was kidnapping one of our children. I completely kept my calm in that situation. Right? You kept your calm, but it looks like you were kidnapping a child. Yeah. <laughs> and it was very intense. Yeah, I told somebody that story last week. Yes. So that brings us to point number four. It is all worth it. And we're smiling right now. <laughs> we are smiling. And it is so exciting to think that we have these stories to tell our grandchildren one day. And we have seen and felt and experienced so much. And even last year, um, we've now traveled cross-country twice with kids. Last year, we did it with all four children, the youngest being five months old. It was not easy every moment. Mm. There were definite, definite breakdowns on both of our parts. Yeah. And um, on all of the children's parts multiple times. <laughs> but they still talk about that experience. Even last night. We, we called our field trip. We, it was the field trip. 
they were telling a story of what happened and it is something that they will never, ever forget. Totally, absolutely worth it because we have seen the great pyramids of Gaza. Yeah, we've uh, seen the Eiffel Tower sparkle at night and I got to watch Tira's first reaction to seeing it. It was awesome. We've driven through a tree. Yep, hike through the red canyons of Moab, which is pretty amazing. Yes. Looks like a cartoon. We have eaten ramen where ramen was invented. So that's legit. That's true. <laughs> uh, eaten pineapple we harvested from a garden in Thailand and then also fed it to an elephant, like mm. literally just gave it to an elephant right above us. Those experiences I wouldn't trade for anything else in the world. So the biggest thing for us is that we really just want to be trying new things consistently. And yeah, we are not at a point right now that we can just pick up and go to Europe, especially with the coronavirus going on. But we know that at some point that is our goal. And we know that there are things that we can be doing today to still bring that sense of adventure into our home, into our family, and with our kids. Yeah. And so what we are doing today, we are exploring within the two-hour radius of our home. Mm -hmm. And by saying that, that sounds not very exciting. We have been to parks and trails and waterfalls that we've never been to before. Yep. And we've lived here now for 14 years. Yeah. And we are constantly going hiking and just doing new things. We are also in the process of buying an RV. You heard the excitement in her voice, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, this is something um, we work in the RV industry. And this is kind of, it's piqued our interest a lot, but it was always kind of a someday. But we're really telling ourselves right now um, that someday is going to be one day in the future. You know what I mean? But now we're trying to make it today. Wow. That's pretty good. Did you get all that? <laughs> I got it. Um, so I, I want to say like you, the viewer, listener, I want you to right now just remember, like think about a memory of your childhood. Wait for a second. Typically, it is a road trip. And I've, I've asked a lot of people that. And um, if that's so, I'd love to know somehow. So like or comment somewhere. Um, just so, so I can further prove my point. But I really <laughs> want to make sure that our kids have those experiences of like great experiences and memories um, when they get older. And road trips are just like key. So now we're going to have so many road trips that they're really going to be like, well, I'll have to think about it. I think that's awesome. Um, and we're also, we live in a small town in Alabama. We want to offer our children worldviews. Yes. And we want to show them different people, different places, and just kind of different experiences. I want them to stand on a sidewalk and not understand what people around them are saying. Yes. I love that feeling so much. We both do. Um, yeah, experiences over material possessions. Yes. And I'm going to stop right there and say that that in this moment is difficult for me because RV life is not my idea of a good, I am more of a city girl. Uh, I'm not national parks are beautiful, but take me to New York, take me to San Francisco, take me to Paris. She grew up off butter and egg road. <laughs> I, I grew up in the country. I don't need to see any more of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is kind of me having to compromise. Spending money on an RV is difficult because I want to wallpaper this room. You know, like there are other things that I want to you do. You can wallpaper an RV. Buddy. I want to pull in the backyard, but I have to look at the big picture. And while my happiness does matter, 
I know that I, I have that. Wes, I have a front porch swing that's pink. You know, like Wes has given me the things that I want in this world. And so in this situation, for me to be able to compromise and know that in this season, because of the virus, the ages of art, just where we're at, Europe is out of the question. New mm. York is out of the question. So what can we do today right now? And this is the best option for us to be able to do that. I win on that end of the deal. <laughs> you do. You get a front porch swing that's pink and I get an RV. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so one of our goals is to go to all of the national parks with our children yeah. and experience that. We're on, we're on four. Yes. Is it four? I don't know. I think yeah. it's more than that, actually. Four or five. Um, yeah, so travel lets us see something more than what the story of the news is telling us. It lets us meet human beings and realize that people are good. People everywhere. Yeah, you may have said, well, I went so more and somebody said this rude thing to me. You may catch somebody on a bad day. You may catch a bad apple. But as a whole, humans in the world, we all want the same thing. We want to be seen. We want connection. And um, this applies to anyone. I, I love this episode because it's not just for families. It's not just for married couples. I have a really good friend that I actually met her through the topic of travel. She wanted to know more about my trip to Italy and share that experience with her because she really wanted to go. And this was about 10 years ago. She said, well, I'm going to, I'm trying to find somebody to go with me. And five years passed. She still had not gone. And finally she said, at this point, we're very good friends. She's like, I'm going. And she went to Italy for a few months completely by herself and toured the countryside, did everything she wanted to do. And that trip changed her life. She came home a different human than she left. Mm. I personally know women that have traveled Vietnam, Thailand, Asian cities completely by themselves and felt totally safe and secure because they find their trap tribe on the road. Yes. Um, this travel is so much easier and so much safer than people think that it is. Yep. And we feel like the world is so big, but through our travel, we've actually really seen that the world is small, which is so cool. We've been in Amsterdam and met up with our friends from Japan, seeing our good friend that we know from Portland in Spain. We went to a party in Norway where we got to hang out with people from all over the world, some of which were our friends. Like it is so cool that the world brings us all so much closer together. So what we really want to encourage you to do is just to go somewhere new, explore something different, whether it's two hours from your house doing a hike that you've never been to, um, exploring the creek by, nearby, or setting a date on the calendar and saying, I'm finally going to go to Paris. I'm finally going to do the road trip to the Grand Canyon. I'm going to go to the place that I've always wanted to go, and I'm tired of putting it off and actually make that happen. Yep. You're not getting any younger. You're not getting any younger and start saving for that experience. So what if your spouse is not the traveling type? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I see this a lot. I, I know of people that struggle with this. Mm -hmm. The husband or the wife is the homebody and the other one really wants to go somewhere. And I would, my personal opinion is that person should go anyway. Yeah. Um, yes, there is a level of compromise. And if there are places that you can go together, definitely do. You know, I, if you're the, the person who doesn't want to go, find the places you are willing to go 
and, and experience those things together. But if there are places that the other wants to go, say she really wants to go to Paris, being supportive of that mission and that dream, if it's a financial issue, be supportive and let her save her money for her to provide for herself where it doesn't dip into your family fund. Give her birthday money, Christmas money instead of gifts. And then when it's time for her to go support her in that, I think holding a spouse back from experiencing something in this world that their heart wants is so sad. Um, We only get one chance on this earth and to do the things that that we, that light us up and make us on fire. Like we've talked Wes's Enneagram seven travel and adventure and exploration makes him feel alive. It makes him feel like a whole person. Hands down. And so for me to say no, that crushes a part of him and will ultimately drive a wedge between us. So being supportive in that. Yeah. So we hope that this inspires you, encourages you to get out and try something new. And um, I want to know where people are going. Yeah. Where do you want to go? That's a great question. Leave a comment about where it is that your heart has always wanted to to see and experience. Yep. Small, big. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we would absolutely love if you would leave us a review on iTunes podcasting app. That helps us so much get the word out and get just more exposure for what we are doing. And I want to say a extra special thank you to IWY11 for her five-star review Another single non-mom listener that loves this podcast. I appreciate all the valuable nuggets of experience I'm able to take away from listening to Tira candidly share her life with us. Listening to the highs and lows of navigating each role of life as a wife, mother, businesswoman, friend, and daughter has helped me become a better friend to all my friends who are in the thick of raising their babies. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much, IW. Why 11? Um, please leave us a review. And if you want to be more part of this discussion, you can find me at Tira Wages on Instagram. You can go to the show notes, um, tirawages.com forward slash 009. And you can find them there. I'll include some of the pictures of our travels. And thank you again. We know that life is a little crazy. And sometimes you feel a little crazy, especially If there's somewhere that you want to go and you just feel confined to where you're at today, Mm -hmm. you are not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace.